What's up, Mac? Going through the community suggestions channel. I did not wake up early enough. I should have read more. Prime Minds, Episode 18, The Slice of Messina. And we're live. I didn't miss my cue again. <laughs> All right, then we're back. This is Pod Minds episode. We're up to 18 right now. And man, it's been a while since the boys been back talking. We do a lot of interviews. We love the interviews. There's more coming up for you. But today, it's just the homies, it's the Prime Minds themselves. You know me, I'm King Dav, I'm joined by By The Dip, I'm joined by Vita G, I'm joined by Z Mackin. What's up guys, how you feeling? We're talking, let's get off mute. Yeah, what's up man, this is By The Dip, uh, doing good, very bullish. We had some cool, uh, a cool dev meeting with Tramel, can't wait to talk about that, and uh, just a good Saturday morning chilling with you fellas. Hey, good oh, yeah. um, man, I'm just ready to get into it. I'm excited to chat about uh, about all, everything we've seen this week. Oh, yeah. Mac, I know you just woke up, bro. Hey, How you doing? Oh, pfft. I've been up for a little bit. Just not enough time to get everything done in the morning that you need to before we get, start talking about our dope-ass podcast, bro. It's never enough preparation time, man. Just oh, ready never to ready. chill and chat, though, man. We are never fucking ready. Daddy Dip yelled at us for talking. I feel like I was back in third grade for talking too much. <laughs> we're still getting technical difficulties wrapped around, guys, so just be patient with us. But we're trying to get this thing a lot smoother, and it will be. Man, we're good, bro. We're always good. Man, so look, I just, this morning, I, re look, I got the added benefit of being Eastern time, so I'm, I'm 12. So I was able to listen to the, uh, the Dev Talk with Chris Trammell again. My man is fierce as fuck, man. Like, I, I realized Tramel is like a triple threat. Uh, of course, um, he's a, a uh, fight mechanics uh, dev programming legend in video games. Uh, but I'm finding out he's also a NFT DGen, like some of us here. And he also seems to be a fierce-ass community manager because he was trying to get people hype about joining in the Twitter uh, resharing, posting on other people's tw uh, tweets, stuff like that, man. But um, I know all you guys listened. I think some of you guys were in there live listening. What'd you think about that dev talk, first of all? 
I think that was like on Thursday. Yeah. What kind of alpha was dropped? What happened there? A lot of good alpha, man. A lot of good information about the slice, um, combats. Uh, Christian Mel, he just he, he's really great. Oscar Hobbs, I like calling him by that. <laughs> I like that name. Uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. The team is so talented, man. And just to see, and we're going to show you guys a video later on, uh, a little inside of what the Kark is going to look like. The details are just phenomenal, and I'm very super psyched about it. Oh, yeah, that leak was fucking dope. So I was actually driving through um, rural Colorado listening to that uh, that web talk, uh, the town hall. So it was coming in and out. But what I did get to hear, I was pretty stoked on. Um, I do feel like it's a move um, towards a lot of transparency that, um, you know, it was, it's already been communicated that the idea, the timeline that people had in their minds that was not necessarily set there by... Um, one of the devs is going to be a little bit longer than we thought. Um, so I do appreciate the team, you know, just getting out in front of that and just saying like, Hey, the summer goes until September. Um, just everybody remember that. So um, I do appreciate that. Um, and uh, also excited to hear that they are adding some positions um, onto the champions Ascension team. So um, I think we've got some, uh, some pretty exciting stuff that's going to come out in the leaks um, in the coming weeks uh, from Oscar Hobbs team. Yeah, I forget which one is his Discord name, which one's his real name. So, I just wrote Chris Trammell. That's what I went Chris by. Chris Trammell is the, is the real person. Oscar Hobbs is the, uh, is the fake name. <laughs> <laughs> Both cool names, man. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. And I, I'm going to cross this out. Go ahead. No, which one are you going to? Because I was going to say, I just normally go with the, D, with the name and Discord that's just what I default to, but if we could come to an agreement on that, what, what do we uh, want to call him, y'all? I just crossed Chris Chamel out, man. Everybody's a Discord name to me. I don't right. know who the fuck you guys are. Any of you? <laughs> I just told any. True. I don't even. I don't Google anybody. I don't do any of that. I, I call you, you. Your government name is your Discord name to me. So Oscar <laughs> Hobbs, it is. It is Oscar Hobbs. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mac, 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 before you go, bro. Like I was reading those comments. Like shout out to Benzaga first of all for recording that, letting people like me. Go back and listen. You gave those motherfuckers a hard time, bro. And you know, I, don't, I I'm not mad about it. It's cool. But um, yeah. What do you think about the? I, I, well, I don't know. I don't think there's a delay, but there is going to be a wait for people. We have to sign up and wait to get into the uh, that first alpha gameplay. Um, and it might not be as um as perfect as we all want it to be. But you got any grip about that? What do you think? Yeah. So like I. I was more, I wasn't trying to grill anybody, I was more just trying to play devil's advocate and just be like, be careful what you do, because there's people out there that are, you know, scandalous, because the, the people that are here in the community, we all kind of have a feel for how, who we are as, as people, right? None of us seem like we would do something like that, but, like, uh, you just gotta be careful who's all out there, because you don't, CA doesn't know who all of their investors are, and what their ideas are of um their interpretation on their advertising so i was just kind of putting that out there but going back yeah. and reading like i think that this is like major major alpha even possibly pre-alpha gameplay right so it just said that yeah. you, uh prime owners would have vip access to um early battling so as long as everybody who's a prime has an opportunity to at least get in the beta i don't think there's anything that ca should really have to worry about but the yeah. idea of them limiting to like less than a hundred people, like that's 
I guess that's totally fine. Like I said, if it's pre-alpha gameplay, that that makes sense. And Oscar Hobbs even said that he's there. They'd love to have it up to you know a thousand people soon. They just have to work on it. Which right, like the other side. But like you said, like if they brought five thousand people on there and then the game just totally fucking crashed, then it might take a month or two to get up live again. That's something he doesn't want. They want to keep going live regularly. They want to add, you know. Say they add 50 yeah. people, then another week or two weeks later, add another 50 people, then add another 50 people. I just think it's really smart that way because a lot of games make the mistake of really not scaling players into the game. Like, for instance, for uh, for example, Call of Duty, right? They bring up a – every time they do an update, shit always fucks up. You know, I get booted. I can't finish the game. I get frozen. So those are the type of things that can happen. So I think they're going really uh, – a good way about it. Well, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Vito. I was, I was going to say, I just I agree with that. I mean, I think it fits in keeping with what they've talked about, about iterative development, right? Um, they're not mm -hmm. trying to just do like this shotgun blast, you know, like, oh, yeah, something's out there, right? Like they're actually really trying to take the time to um, make sure that what they're developing and what they're putting out there is a good product that is going to be sustainable in the future. And like that to me is a big part of why we all signed up for this project. Like, yes, we all signed up because it's a big company and we wanted, you know, we, we were thinking like, yep, they're a big company. So they have to <laughs> dip you put up the GIF again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm watching the stream and that's really funny. Um, the, uh, you know, Yes, we thought, you know, they're a big company, they're, they, you know, they got to stand by what they say, which, you know, we, you know, that's a thing that we're excited about, too. But they also need to make sure that what they're developing is a good product that um, that fits within the quality that they, um, you know, that they're used to putting out and that has garnered them the billions of users that they get on all of their other games. Yeah, and I was just going to say, as like I've used to do game testing, not like paid testing, but I used to go up to Microsoft all the time and do testing for games and all different sorts of development. So, like, there was uh, someone on there who was like, I remember, or I heard something about getting something that we could have access to that wasn't broken compared to something that we have access to that is broken. Like, if they're giving us this early, early type of access, don't expect it to be finished product, guys. Like, whenever they do let us in, expect there to be a lot of bugs. Because, like, that's, they're essentially going to be giving us the opportunity that they, other people usually have to have a career to be able to do. So, like, expect things oh. to go wrong when we get in there. That's why they're bringing us in there to begin with, so that they can come up with the fixes to those bugs before they release it, even to Alpha. So. And and just that's on that cool. same thought, like we are a global community, right? And so, like, just even seeing like if their servers can handle it, and when you got people with you know different connections spread out all over the globe, different traffic, all that, seeing if everybody can can fit together in one space, um, I, I I still think it's a, a super smart direction to go. So that is cool. I like I like the idea of as soon as they open this up, and yeah, I heard that too. I, I didn't think about that though. Dip is uh. They're, they're, they're saying that they just want to constantly open up new gameplay aspects from there. So it's not going to be like an open it up, shut it down, wait another three months or quarter, and then y'all can come in again. It's just, you know, little by little opening up. I'm guessing all of Messina, like maybe one day we get to walk out of the door of the Carcadine and, and see the rest of uh, what's going on out there. 
Well, it's interesting. Right? When, when the other things start. Yeah, definitely. What's interesting, too, is we have a media source in the slight boys, so we can look at it right now and pull it up. Um, this is from the dev room, so... Oh, let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me go. This was the Thursday leak. Was this the Thursday leak just now? So we had a Thursday and the Friday leak. Yeah, the Tyburn. I'm bringing it up right now, and uh, I like it. It looks uh, very clean, as you guys see right now. Um, You'll see it in a bit. Everything looks... It's such great detail. I mean, look at... You even see, like, the reflection off the couch. (laughs) You see the sun coming through the roof. Like, and then you have these mini games in this room right and there's at least four of them so that's going to give people something to do i thought that it was a super clean video like it was almost like too shiny in some parts you know they're going to do some texturing and things like that but it it the video just looks amazing and when uh oscar hobbs was saying that that's just like their their background Right, that doesn't include any of the actual playable quality stuff. Um, I'm just excited to see what they put in there. And since there's no tables and chairs, that gives me the inclination that maybe we can have bar brawls in there, boys. <laughs> uh-huh. I want to start. Awesome, I want to start some fights. That'd be cool. I wonder if there's weapons allowed in there. We got to check the weapons at the door. Um, or maybe. I was- Maybe arm wrestling, right? Nothing better than Ooh. getting drunk and arm wrestling in the bar. I mean, they fun. say they're going to just continue to release new mini games, so maybe that'll be it. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this right now, guys, and it's, it, it looks like uh, first person. And I think me and Dip talked about this a little bit. I wonder if it's... I don't think it's going to be just first person, but it's a first person view. I don't know if that's going to be our view. Or if they let us look at like the third person view, too, where we get to choose. I think it would be, Did anybody ask? I think it would be third, bro, because remember when they had the dev talk? Like, uh, I'll add another media source for you guys here, um, and you'll get to see the dev talk room. I think we're going to be like this. Don't quote me wrong on this, but as you see, um, you can see in mm-hmm. third person. Or you can see our guys. Yeah, we've seen both. Right. It was just... Matt, yeah, because it's... Um, because they're going PC first, I don't know how this will handle on mobile, but like in World of Warcraft, if any of you guys played it, you could actually toggle between first and third. Um, mm-hmm. for like the preset was you just use your mouse wheel, um, and if you mouse wheeled out, then you'd be in third person, and if you mouse wheeled in, then you'd be in first person. Um, so it was a dynamic view. Um, what they're showing in the uh, in that leak in the dev room or in the uh, Karkadon, that actually looks... Did any of you guys mess around in Forge in Halo where you got to build your own levels? No, I didn't. I stopped at Halo 2. Yeah, so so to me it looks like that where you're you're kind of... In that specific instance, I don't think that they're actually playing as a character. I think that they're actually as just like a um, objective third party that's in the world, and so they're able to... um, that's why they have that view like that's what that looks like to me is like that's like the editor so they can go in and they can interact with anything in there and set new things in um whether that's legit or not i don't know but that's just what it looked like to me right i, I uh play genshin impact and there's a a, a portion where it's same thing like you are creating uh you're setting elements in a world right and exact same things what you're talking about is like you have a flyby of anywhere that you want to view and that, that definitely looked like the view that they were going for. Not as a character view. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the Friday, I guess there was a sneak, a sneaky Friday leak. The whisperer was just fucking getting down on the dance floor. <laughs> I don't forget that, bro. Video. But yeah. he was he was lit, man. The whisperer, the whisperer gets hype outside the arena. I they guess do. they do, and I try to. The link wouldn't take for some reason, but yeah, it was very interesting to see him get hypey over there. <laughs> I, I, so I'm I'm guessing people have their own like we see a lot of dancing, uh, like all all of these leaks though, like when they're indoors. That's that's all the the Kark, right? The Karkadon is that? No, the other one was the Moon Room. Yeah, the first, the first one, one was the moon that room. you were just showing a little bit ago, where they they yep. first released what was it the Ilgra that dancing? The that was Moon Room. And they dance a lot. Is the Moon Room where you have to have a divinity to get into? Yes, I, I believe okay. it's for the one divines, right? And then uh, the five divine has his own where he can go once a year to meet the emperor. Okay. That's correct. Uh, yep. That sounds weird. they had a door that said 7622, which meant any prime could get there. I'm sure right. that's a Karkadon. Oh, you the know old, what? The old Kark. There were three Something doors. Just, yeah. Uh, three doors. Yeah. One was, one, was the, one was the 7622 door. One was the P door for, uh, for Ash. And... The other one, you had to have at least one divinity to get into. I don't remember yeah. what it had on it. I don't think that they specified that those were all. I guess my my understanding was like there'd be like the seven uh, seventy six twenty two like banquet hall, um, which is like the image that we normally use as our thumbnail, and then there would be the moon room, which was just divinity, and then there'd be a chamber of with the emperor. So I actually thought that those were like three completely separate places. Uh, not that they were all on the moon, but I'm not sure that that was ever explicitly said. Mm-hmm. I swear uh, that I guess those just... were the three doors on the moon door, the moon building. I think that's exactly what they were. Well, it would just make sense if there's three different categories: one for you know everybody, one for the one Ds, and then one for just the one five D. So I just brought up. So it, it, uh, I think damn. There we go. Damn, dip is on it. Damn, dip. How much? You, how much you get paid for this? Right now, it's just complete nice. service, man. Hopefully, I can put it on my tax write-off, you know? <laughs> C3, bro. We're a non-profit. Um, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, so three doors. I mean, I, I, so I'm guessing the first one, you know, they'll let us in wherever they're one of these. One of these places they're dancing in. I guess we'll see, right? Well, the other part of this, though, there's another alpha gameplay. Well, since we're on this topic of playing, um, the other one is just the, the, the fighting, right? Like fighting alpha coming out also maybe this fall or, or soon Which and that's what we can use three characters and test that out right and i think the other three that they're coming out uh give me if i'm wrong was the series right and do you guys know the other two yeah they said uh, Finner, uh series aos keymaster no, yeah. yeah that series is and uh Benver. Yeah, yeah. I was pumped mm-hmm. for that because I got the Fenrir and the series. I was like, yeah, be able to get in. Yeah, man. And and speaking of series, dude, for me, I had a hell of a time trying to find a pet for my Arcane series. Oh, those me are tough. Too. That one was the hard, like one of the harder ones to find. <laughs> yeah, I was sleeping. And I still can't find pets for. There's like one or two pets listed for the Death Fenrir too. They're just 
Nobody's yeah. trading pets. But no, while we're while we're talking about it, like I know Pire said stuff on uh, what is it, one of the AMAs recently, and, but he's he's got that that bot um, that's in the TPS server. He's got a website that he's he's got too. Um, right now, there's very few people that are in there, but it's super simple to use, and it it gives a whole list of you know someone a person's Discord name and a specific type of pet. So uh, the more people that get in there it, that are looking for trading pets that use it, the better it's going to work and the easier it's going to be for people to find matches. So please, please. Reach out to him and see for the other other uh, guilds we got. See if you could put his bot in your in your server. And the people that are in TPS, like, please be more active and add your needs and and your what you have in there. It takes five ten minutes and it benefits the whole community, guys. Couldn't agree. More. Nice bet. Nice shout out. My only thing is I'm not even like I'm such a hodler. I'm not even trying to. I don't even want to trade the pets I don't need. There's something weird about me. <laughs> I'm just going. You just want I just want them. That's a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad my hoarding tendencies can go to the uh, you know digital metaverse. I'm not just fucking full of shit in my house because that would be me. I'm a I'm an NFT holder, guys. How many dragon eggs do you have, man? I don't got none yet, man. I was looking oh, to pick some up. Yeah, yeah. I'll get one. I, I wanted it to match and everything. I don't want to just buy a dragon egg for a dragon egg. But yeah, those things are fucking beautiful, man. They're shining. You're, wait, you're a hoarder and you just said you weren't just going to buy something to buy it? I'm confused. Well, I'm, I'm does, keeping the ones I have, but I still want to <laughs> buy ones that match. Okay, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Nobody's getting mine. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I mean, there's some good leaks. I think, I, you know, I think, uh, I think uh, his name isn't Tremel. His name is Oscar Hobbs. He said a, lo- a lot of stuff too. Like just a quick mention. Like he was talking about games that you can play that would be a lot like CA. I never, I have not played the game for Honor, but he was talking that up a lot. Um, one thing that he said that got me interested was um, you can see that with this type of game mechanics, you can do team battles, right? Like I don't know, I don't know how many he's talking. I have not played for Honor, but maybe two on two, three on three. That shit would be dope too. You guys ever play that game? What do you think about yeah, Team Battles? I do have a For Honor. It's it's really strategy, man, because like the guy I had, he was super slow. So like if I took one, if I had to be strategic of how I hit the person. Because if I didn't, then I was gonna get hit like two or three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, like one of those tanks you're talking about. Right, right like a tank. Like and I think that's mm-hmm. what like a Carcadon is, that's what a Grondel is, that's what the Ilgras, they're gonna be like tanks. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited for some of that uh, multiplayer team battles. When, I guess, when that comes out, I don't think they'd be mentioning it if that's something they weren't thinking about in the long term. You know, but, you know, I, I like looking towards the future. Maybe next year, maybe a couple years, we can, uh, shit, y'all can try to try to fight the prime minds. I don't think that'll be, go good for the opposing team, but uh, we can get into it. <laughs> And Archimus has a good point. Like, man, people are sleeping on these elemental pets. That's why I have not sold any. I haven't sold any of my elemental pets at all. Um, I'm keeping them because once the elementals no. come out, I think the, the price on that is just going to shoot up. 
Yeah, especially um, for the price. Like, I'm not like why sell elemental? Why, like, why sell NFT for fifteen dollars? Like, honestly, that has utility to it. But go ahead. I would say I'm already in the search. Like uh, that that uh, sneak peek of that water gatekeeper, man. Like that's I want to get one <laughs> when they come out, right? So I'm already on the hunt trying to find water gatekeeper pets. And even those mm-hmm. are tra- hard to find. Like, people just aren't really listing their pets right now. So, uh, they if shouldn't. you find something out there that you got and that you need, don't sleep on it too long. Yeah. I'm, I'm super upset. But, Go ahead. But, oh, my bad. It's just uh, WitLogic put something in there. If, you're, if you like team battles, King Dad, check out uh, Calvary 2. It also has a similar battle system that's multiplayer. All People right. Play. There you go. Um, gotcha. I'm super upset. Z, are you saying you have a water gatekeeper pet or you're looking for one? Looking for. Looking I thought you said it. you had one. So I was, I already messaged you. I thought, and I was like, oh, I want, I want the water gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Everybody wants it. Yeah, I knew you, bro. That means we're in competition now. Those things look so freaking cool. I will be getting a water gatekeeper. I just hell or high right. water. I'm the, one of those will be in my wallet. In my wallet. So right. Well, so that's like uh, <laughs> get the pet I know first. Gonzaga already collected a whole fire keymaster collection. Mm-hmm. So like, there's people out there that already have things in mind. So be be thoughtful of that community. I don't want to say it, but yeah, I'm stacking up for air ales. Like I just I have a lot of air ales right now, but I don't want to tell y'all that because now you guys are gonna buy it. But yeah, I would say that that might be the strategy for an elemental. Figure out which one you want and get the pets now, because when the elementals drop and people look to match them up with the pets, yeah, it's it's not going to be the price it is now. That's for damn sure. Well, and if, um, if what we're talking about with uh, if that's going to be the drive to get more players into the ecosystem, like trying to buy once we've increased our player base is a questionable decision. <laughs> if, you, right. if you're looking to get to get them on the chief, anyways. Yep, and like Ark just said, uh, Oscar Hobbs just now. I think this is probably what we're talking about. It said, "Do not sleep on the pets." I have not slept on the pets. I don't know how many I got, close to thirty. But as soon as it came out, I was buying them. Um, and then I think that when the Kark and the Alpha Play does come on, it, it opens up. Um, those mini games start. Are those? Do we have an idea what the mini games will be? Will those be with some pets? You know or they just didn't, didn't let us know yeah, that. I'll throw up a, a, yeah, I'll throw up a video, and we can actually... It looked like they had a couple of games inside the um, the Karkadon. So I can go ahead and throw that up real quick to see if we could see anything. I saw a couple of dartboards. Um, they're going to have some crab races. So let me just pull that up for us. Yeah, probably yeah. games you can play, but probably not use with the pets yet. But once that starts, too. For sure. That's why I, and liar's dice. That's why I think that anus in a cage has something to do with pet regeneration. Because if you put your hardcore pet, which we don't have yet, but if once we have our hardcore pets, if we can actually put them on the table for the race, they're probably going to die. A lot of them are going to die. They said that. So, like, we need a regenerative anus for our pets as well. Is all I'm saying. A regenerative <laughs> anus. Yep. That, that makes sense. That deserves one of these, Vita. So, <laughs> oh, dip. oh shit! We talked about the, the anus, in the, the anus in the cage again, man. Yeah, I yeah. guess somebody figured it out. Um, 
I don't know what that's for, but hey, <laughs> I guess it's going to be used. Hey, I put out a I put out an interesting theory based on all the the stuff that they were putting out, right? Like the pictures on the Twitter of the uh, the supposed penis candle, and then uh, <laughs> there was the, the dish. I'm sorry, what? All right, well, again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. There was a candle on there that uh, uh, they put out, that champions put out, and they're like, I think it's like, what, what, what is this? You know what I mean? And it, it was, it was obviously a candle, but it had a suggestive shape that multiple people called out. <laughs> but yeah, what's the, what's the, how how different is that than Casa Messina putting that video out with the Elver and saying there's supposed to be two? Right, yeah, not much. Yeah, not much different. <laughs> it plays right into uh, their level of comedy. But um, oh man, it's great to have grown ass kids making this game. I can love it. Phallic symbols and anuses. Fucking love it. They have that and then the dish that was like vibrating uh purple cocaine with hands and tails and uh, <laughs> and they had the anus Fucking right? party time man <laughs> they had the anus. Just, these primes party their ass off so i was like okay the candle the 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 candle as soon as you uh your champ dies the candle lights and then if you regenerate them um, before the candle goes out, they, like, turn into that dust. But then you go sprinkle into the anus, and the anus regenerates your guy. <laughs> and Archimedes, no, yes, man, yes sir, we are 18 and over stream. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, it's got to – maybe when, when something dies, you put it in some type of system, and it comes up out the anus in the cage, create something else. But I don't know. I don't know the details. But and something that can be used. Recycling something. A big thing that uh, Oscar Hobbs said too, first week of September is going to be um, registration. What do you guys think about that? Oh yeah. I'm there in front of the line. I don't know how they're going to choose people. People put a lot of suggestions like it should be active people. It should be maybe people that were holding first. Um I think I think all of us here at least I'm I'm a pool for us guys like we're we're both we check all boxes so let me the fuck in that's what <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> I think it was Dip who said this like if they go just off of like most active players like like forty of us we're like constantly active like like yeah so it's so it's just like there's not really that much of us that many of us who are active in the discord on a daily uh daily or weekly basis so i'm like uh, let's just push for that <laughs> like i'm fine with yeah. it. Well, us first. That, and that's gonna be just the first if like if it, yeah. if there's less than 50 of us because you gotta remember they want to get the international community into um more than just europe and the u.s so like there's probably going to be between 50 and 100 people that are actually active in Discord between all the different sure. communities. So, point, like, that's literally, like, if they're going to start letting opening it up in before the end of the month, like, bef like, before the first or second week of October, we should have everybody that's in Discord in there. If right. they're going to keep adding people every week. Add played, or at least even the first time they add people in. Like I don't know how many, but if, like like y'all said, if it's just fifty, I think we'll all get a chance at it. Yeah, and like 
the very few, first few days. These games are actually going to have some rewards to them, right? Uh, Sleeping Carcadon is going to provide tickets redeemable for loot boxes, NFTs, other prices. And I guess there's going to be a daily limit. So what do you guys think about that? Man, I hope I'm good at these damn games. I want to win some shit. I'm I more going to get tickets just for participating, man. Mm. Oh, that's cute. It's participation? Like participation, like participation trophy? Yeah, there you go. Everybody gets participation one. Award, <laughs> yep. I, you might get like one, and then if you win, you get ten or something. To me, it sounds like those would be more like placeholders for our cryptocurrency once it comes in. Like those are that's the placeholder for Essence because Essence isn't developed quite yet. Um, but just because that that mechanics that they're saying that if for things you can buy with them like it sounds very similar to what we would be able to spend essence on anyways um so i wonder if that's just kind of their workaround to not currently having our um our major uh, currency for the game quite yet mm-hmm. yeah so you get get in the habit of of winning things seeing what what you win for certain competitions that's pretty cool guys yeah can't wait can't wait to get in we'll go ahead and, and no no we're good a couple of dev updates too. Um, I guess the team's gonna try to get us more granular details going forward, like on a daily basis, sprints, backlog, in scope, out of scope. Like uh, today, what is the objective? What are they working on? What kind of bugs are they fixing? What kind of animations are they doing, etc.? I think that's gonna be a very, very good thing for the community because every day they're gonna get to say, "Hey, wow, these guys are putting in a lot of work. These are the details they're putting in," and um, mm-hmm. we know they're putting in the work. But I think it's just going to be good for the community to actually see a log and be like, oh, wow. Like, what's all going through um, day in, that's, day out? Shit. That's that's more than I expect. I'm Honestly, I'm not even going to read that. But more power to them. I'm sure some people might want to see that. So that's cool as hell. Um, I, I hope for their sake that that doesn't take a lot of time. I worked a job once where they asked me to start te- keeping a log of everything that I did. And it was like just really confusing to do and it took so much time it was like you're trying to build this in as an efficiency but it's become inefficient in and of itself so like you can't build efficiency off inefficiency right um which i know this isn't necessarily for that purpose it's more for the communication and transparency but i hope that they find a like easy streamlined way to do that for the team so it's not just like them having to write something just to say that they did it sort of vibe you know what i'm saying yeah Right. No, I get it. You can spend half your time just trying to up, like update everybody and the work that you're doing yes. instead of doing the work, mm-hmm. and that doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, but any I, of us really want to have a day to day description of what people are doing. I think if they if they take give people say here five minutes, write what you did for this week and what you're planning on doing for this next week. Mm-hmm. I think I would be fine with something like that. Right. <laughs> I mean, that bi-weekly dev talk or whatever, just like that, is pretty good. I think that's enough to keep people updated, even if there's a delay. If you think it's one week and the dev talk is the very next week and they say, oh, there's a delay, then I think that's good enough. You know, but, you know, whatever works for them. The only thing I'm disappointed about with that is that means we have probably very little chance of having uh, Oscar Hobbs come join us because he's going to be so busy every other week. Oscar Hobbs, if you listen to this, man, we would love to have you on, dude. Seriously, just to even do a D-Gen talk with you and talk about the space and stuff, um, I think you'd be a real interesting to get your perspective on things as well. So that's an invite. 
We don't even. That's an invite. We don't even have to talk about CA. My man Oscar Hobbs. He sounds like somebody's cool fucking uncle. Like, you guys ever had that uncle that uh, put you on the motorcycle with no helmet on and just drove you around the fucking neighborhood when your mom wasn't looking? Like, he just seems like a fucking the biker uncle. The biker fucking uncle. Just <laughs> dangerous. Like, we don't even got to talk about CA. Yeah, let's. Uh, we could degen for a little bit. I think we're gonna degen a little bit here. So let's get the show going, guys. We had a fucking. Uh, a Gorgata champion, you know, some people, myself included, probably wasn't able to keep up as much as they would have liked. I did. I wasn't there for not one Gorgata match or fight. Explain that shit to me and for the others that missed it. How did that go? <laughs> like how? Hey, dude, how do you want to? What was the gameplay? Was it a dice roll? Was it a card yeah. game? Like. So it was all it was all dice roll, and so that's what Oscar Hobbs had said in that DGen. Like, sorry for those who got screwed over by RNG, a uh, random number generator, because it was just a it was just a die roll. Um, and uh, some people got really messed up. I think in the the fight he was referencing was uh, Fiodori versus N- uh, Nisla, and Fiodori rolled three nat twenty, so critical hits in a row. I think it was or something like that, which is absurd. Like that is crazy luck. Just wrecked them. Um, yeah, just absolutely demolished them. So, yeah, everything <laughs> was just on a, a random number generator for the rolls. So, like, some people just got absolutely lit up. Um, Oppo, um, who is um, uh, he also got lit up in his last match, like, could not roll, couldn't roll for a hit at all. Um, so, it was actually kind of funny. Um, as a spectator, it's not funny in that moment when you're actually playing and you're just like, I just want to do well and like land a hit, and you're just getting absolutely just polished by die rolls or dice rolls. Right. And Legif is in here. Man, you know what, dude? Honestly, I thought I was one of the top gamblers for a long time because I took I took a risk on Oppo LT. Thank you again, man. I won a, over a hundred K off this guy. And then as we go on, I'm like, dude, I have a sizable lead, but here comes out of nowhere Legif with what? I think it's 165,000 teeth. So kudos to you, dude, and congrats to you as well, man. So there was gambling there. Was, is there a prize for the teeth? Like, First of all, how did you get the teeth to start? And then uh, what's the prize for like the number one winner? So we played the Dungeons game. Remember that Dungeons game we had to go around? Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess I placed good enough to be one of the betters, and I was given 8,500 teeth, and I turned that 8,500 teeth into 100 and something thousand teeth. But, let's uh, go! Let's go, baby. That's why we call it <laughs> by the dip, right? <laughs> That's why you go to Vegas all damn time. <laughs> okay, and so Legif came out on top. Is he getting a prize for having the most teeth? They haven't, there's no like direct prize for that. Like in the fact of like, they didn't get uh, an NFT or anything. That was kind of the major benefit to those who fought was we got the um, the first uh, NFTs that came out in the Imperial collection. Um, my understanding though, is there's going to be another tournament. And from what I understood, please don't quote me on this, but from what I understood, the, the, those who did the best at uh, betting and gambling, we're actually going to get offered a spot to be fighters in the next tournament. Like switch players. Yeah. I remembered seeing that there was some type of reward for top gamblers. But okay. All right, Dib, let's go, bro. Did they put out out a list of who the top gamblers were yet? Because I haven't seen one. Not yet. I know me and Legif were up there. I know Legif was number one for sure. 
Nice. Yeah, they announced that for sure. He said they got Jeff got the winning gamblers announcement already. So did he pick oh. up a, a role too for that? I know Blitz picked up a, a role for being the champion of Gorgata. Wouldn't that be cool if the gamblers got roles in their Discord names, like you know, risk taker, or big gambler, or something? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be hella cool. I say so. I agree with that. Look back to uh, Ark said we should get um, Oscar Hobbs on, on Spaces. He's he's all over Twitter on Spaces. So did he did he drop in one of ours before? Yeah, uh, we actually interviewed the CEO of Valeria Games, and he was dropping in there for a little bit. We have to bring him up to talk next time. Sure, would be cool. We don't have to schedule it. Just hop on. He'll come up to talk. Yeah, he yeah. He said DJs in and out of spaces all the time. So, like, he said he jumps on, listens for a few minutes, and then goes to check out something else. So, like... <laughs> no chill. I don't know how long we'd be able to have him in there for. No but... chill in Oscar Haas. Five minutes is good. Um, no, yeah, last gonna... we had a cool talk with another uh, NFT project, NFT gaming project, uh, the CEO of Valeria Games. I thought that was pretty insightful, guys. Um, if y'all miss our spaces, go back and check it out. Save that on the Twitter, Prime Minds, at Prime Minds and Twitter. What did you guys think about that interview? I thought it was great, man. Um, just to get other perspectives of what other projects are doing and then just to see what we're doing, right? Um, and we're ahead of the front, man. Like, I can, I can tell you right now, just like, I, I believe we're going to be the top play to earn game, like right now in the Web3 space. But there's a lot of good companies coming right behind us. So we can't sleep, boys. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, like I mean, it was really good getting an outside opinion of. Uh, it's always good to get another outside opinion of what other people are doing and how they view the space um, because it helps you shape how you're viewing your own project as well. Um, so just because it's not CA related, like, we're going to be looking for a lot of other content to be able to get the best practices and, you know, help share that with all you guys so that we can share it with CA as well. But dips right on the money. Like we are like CA's light years ahead in terms of visuals and development team. And of course funding than a lot of other companies, but I can think of a good handful of either games that are currently in development or companies that are developing games that, Will probably be the next Web threes until the, you know, already established Web two giants decide they're going to actually move into the space. Right, or if if they do, you know, one key thing that stood out um, with the CEO of Valeria Games. Do we? I'm so bad at names. I apologize. What's his Sharif. name again? Sharif. 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 Yeah. He said something, and you know, we we're all here for a reason because we see the uh, the future and the long term vision of NFT gaming, blockchain gaming. But he said something so interesting, man. It just hit a different way. And he said that, well, he said like seven to eight years, maybe. That was, you know, estimated time. That any game would not be, be able to be a good game or viable game or the players of a game will demand that they have an NFT or that they own their in-game assets. So every game is going to have to go to NFT um, ownable assets, which is like something you can earn off of that. Right, even if it's not necessarily generating um, a coin or some type of cryptocurrency, you you sh you you will necessarily have to own your asset in the game that you're playing. Definitely, and that, you, that you think he was right on that. 
I think mm-hmm. that he was right on that, and I think that even goes with what uh, we were talk- what uh, Squiddy was talking about last week in Spaces, right? IP, which mm-hmm. making money commercially. Now, some projects give you partial IP, some projects give you full IP, some projects don't give you any IP. Now, it's really going to be interesting, and we're just speculating here to see what CA does with that. Hey, just real quick, yeah. Tip. Uh, what is what is this IP? Like, is it? Are we talking about like Ip Man the movie, or what? What does that mean? <laughs> Explain IP, Dip. So, an IP is you actually own this asset. You own commercial rights to the asset. For instance, Board Ape Yacht Club, right? Um, they own the IP to their ape. For instance, uh, Squiddy, if he wanted to sign a deal with his ape through a talent agency, he could do that. However, he couldn't. He would either have to get permission or maybe pay a small royalty if he wanted to use the BAYC logo. So mm-hmm. um, you can make commercially, like say he wanted to be on the box of Wheaties. His ape wants to be on the box of Wheaties. He can actually do that because he owns the IP right to his ape. With some other projects, um, let, let's just give a couple out, right, that I know about. The frogs, right, they give you partial where uh, you can use your frog, you can bring it to them and tell them you want the, the type of design. You show them, hey, this is my frog. I want to use it for uh, a t-shirt company. And um, basically the founder said that if you want to use our logo, it would be like a 5% royalty with that, right? So mm-hmm. IP, we can actually own and use the, we actually own and use the images for commercial use of our NFT. Yeah, yeah. Stands for intellectual property, uh, the actual name. And it's, you can, the other thing is, yeah, you can kind of uh, be the agent of your NFT and, and rent it out, let other companies or, or products use your NFT, use your likeness for like a, a logo or a spokesperson or whatever it is, right? And when you be, when you're inside of a popular project like BAYC or CryptoPunks, uh, definitely that's something you can do. But also, I think uh, like Dip just hinted to is you can create your own product and use your IP, your NFT for that too, right? Where you don't have to rent it out to another company. You can use it yourself or whatever you want to use it for and, and get the revenue off of that too. So yeah, not to even mention like just the actual in-game asset and the value that it brings for the actual uh, playing of the game. Um, which brings back to yeah. the Valeria games. Uh, well, go ahead, Mac. Well, I was just gonna say I, I don't I don't think that uh, it, we're gonna be in a gaming industry that's gonna be sustainable for much longer without giving gamers their ownership of their assets. So I think he's right on the money, mm-hmm. and like having this all these IP rights, like people don't realize the uh, opportunities that it's gonna provide the owners either. It's so much uh, is out there and available to you once you have the ownership of these assets. Um, and, yeah. and AC is just going to be the beginning of it. Um, there's going to be NFTs everywhere. Like people don't realize like the opportunity to be able to market yourself as these uh, these JPEGs, what they are now, is it's going to open up a whole new social aspect too. So like I think we're all really early to this game mostly, and when you get a, a project that's going to offer you IP rights, don't sleep on it. As long as it's run by a good backed up company or good good team like if we get yeah. any ip rights beyond what was told to us a long time ago which is 
we could put it on anything we want except for we can't commercialize it with with CA. If they give us more than that, like, <laughs> well, you know, the opportunity is gonna be crazy. There's a give and take with that, you know. Um, I I could see why we wouldn't get full IP rights with Champions, right? Because it's a little bit different. It's not like a PFP. This is an actual, you know, play to earn game. So I actually trust the team more to do marketing for my PE than kind of I would do marketing because you could just have anybody. What if someone wanted to take their carpet on and, <laughs> okay, someone wanted to take the carpet on, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm the official image of Deja Vu now, dance club, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. Not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. Bad PR. Any bad PR move. And that's, yeah. I think in that case, it's, uh, I have a couple thoughts on this, uh, so I'll try and, I'll try and hit them quickly. Um, one, to what you're talking about, Dip, it is, like, it didn't have utility, right? So they essentially were giving people IP rights so that people could find their own utility, right? Which is cool. That's awesome. I, that's, a, that's a fun sort of project to be involved with. Um, yeah. Our NFTs have utility. That's baked into the reason why we bought them, right? So I agree with you, Dip. They're just, they're very different things. Um, it's kind of comparing apples to oranges when you're, you know, just talking about like our champions versus board apes. Um, they're not the same thing. Um, I also do think um, this is going to be a positive paradigm shift for game developers as well. Uh, because if we look at you know the gaming market, um, where it's the price of a new video game has not changed really in my lifetime. Um, games are always sixty bucks. A new game is always sixty bucks. But the price of developing games has gone up, right? They're more sophisticated. You have to have more stuff, you know, more graphics, more people involved, right? So I have heard this argument of like. There, there needs to be a shift in the way that AAA games are, are making games because the price has been kind of fixed, and any time they try and bump it up, everybody complains, right? So this is going to be a potential paradigm shift for the developers as well, where they can bake in, and now you know, players are continually adding um, you know, money into the pot, if you will, but they're also giving the players some ownership back. So there's this really positive, um, you know, give and take that's happening where this is more of a um, relationship between the developer and the community versus just, um, you know, what it's been before, which is, you know, here's a product, either like it or don't. Um, so I can see that being beneficial on, on both sides of the equation. I think everybody wins in that situation so long as it's done correctly. Um, final yeah. thought, and this is actually going to take us back to Valeria, and Ga Valeria Games. Um, they had an interesting way of going about their um, free-to-play component, where they're actually developing two sides of their game. There's the um, just normal mobile game, where there are no NFTs, and you can just play it as you would a normal mobile game. And then there's the NFT side, where you can choose to buy in. Um, and I thought that that was an interesting way of doing it because it is actually like there's a hard vision between those two things. Um, but I think the idea is as you're playing this mobile game, you're like, oh, my gosh, I could actually be earning and keeping my NFTs rather than just having some random physical asset that doesn't really do anything outside of this world. So I thought that was an interesting way of approaching um, it's different from what they're doing at Champions Ascension. And so I just thought it was cool to get a different take on how do you increase the amount of players that are interested in the game and how do you go about doing that? Mm -hmm. I, I think like they, 
it's so funny because um, I don't think that um, uh, CEO of Valeria Games, I don't think that he was too aware of CA, but their model is very similar in that they do want to bring in, like, market themselves to the masses, bring uh, have, have, like, a free-to-play aspect, uh, have an easy way in where you don't have to go through the blockchain to, to start playing. And then also how the um, the very first asset in Valeria Games, it's, it's the, the land itself. In CA, it's the Prime Eternal. But those those are what generates uh, the coin to uh, for the in-game currency. So they both kind of had the same idea about that. So I think they, uh, both are onto something. Yeah, there's One, a lot yeah. of correlations between the two of them, which is part of the reasons why I wanted to get him on as well. Because they had a lot of similar concepts, which to me tells me like if multiple people that are very smart in the space are coming up with these similar concepts, like that's probably going to be something that's sustainable um, because you have the best of the industries, you know, falling into the same uh, same getting their ducks aligned in the same rows. You know what yeah. I mean? So it gives best me confidence practices. that we're going we're going with the right right methods mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I like it. I'm looking at that game more. Um, another interview we had was with Zentos the Well. Shout out to Zentos for coming on. Um, I thought it was going to be pretty hard to get on, man, but he came on. He was open. He was transparent. Told us a little bit about his business model. Um, and he's someone that, that really just aped into uh, PE. And, and he believes in the long-term vision of the game and believes in the health of the game, too. What y'all think of Zentos? I loved it, man. Like He gave me so much assurance uh, saying that he did not want to affect the economy. And it seems like he was really serious about that. And that was one of the biggest things on his mind. So it really gives me comfort when you find someone who's dropping over $600,000 on a game. Know that they want the best for the game. Yeah. And that he has that type of faith in the project too. What's what's funny about Zentos is, you know, him or they, him and his partner or partners, they, they look at um, a lot of different play to earn games. Um, he didn't really, like, he didn't like call it play to earn, by the way. I think to him that just meant like, um, like work, right. But play while earning play and earn, I think he said, um, and he was looking at CA like, man, this game should be mooning right now. He was, he was saying that the floor should be at least two ETH. Just like we all know was like CA is really being slept on right now in the market. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I really like the fact that he had the, uh, the wherewithal to say that he's going to be able to limit, you know, his opportunity to take money right away. Like that's probably, it, it made me understand that that's how he got himself into this kind of a position to be able to be a whale is by making smart strategic business decisions where he says, um, he pretty much told us that he's, he is going to use his muscle to essentially try to force the economy to stay viable for longer than it would if there's people who were just coming in and trying to, you know, make money and take money out every single day. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be willing to use right. His and then he was saying that he he would to pre- help prevent stuff like that, right? And that's that's what a business who wants to be able to run for an extended period of time and be sustainable would look at the economy as. How can I? use my opportunity to um, stabilize this economy so that it continues to make me me money for the long run, which right. benefits everybody, right? Right, right. 
Yeah, and then he was saying things like he wouldn't even want to sell his PE because it's generating the uh, the token as well. That's I, I just I was actually <laughs> this is probably going to come out wrong, but I am I feel like every time we talk to somebody, we bring them on the show. I'm actually just like fascinated by like how intellectual the people are in our community right um i've been in a lot of other communities and people um sometimes those communities run on almost just like a like schoolyard sort of like giddy mentality um and i don't think that that's what we have in our community right like i've just been fascinated by how thoughtful and intelligent and and how much people are actually like really thinking about long term within our community um and i think having zintos on was just another great example of that um and again like i've never been in a situation where i've gotten to talk to a whale and so whales are always scary to me like i'm a little fish i am a little fish in every community that i'm in right so like whales are terrifying to me um, <laughs> so getting to talk like hold up yeah, dude, it's like, I don't know, like, I'm putting in the, 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 what I have, but there's this massive entity that could just completely shipwreck this if they wanted to, right? <laughs> right. Which would be a really dumb choice on their part, but they could do it, right? Yeah. So it's that, you know, um, uh, loaded gun to your head, if you will, um, that, you know, that's really macabre, but, um, you know, that, that sort of mentality where you're just like, I don't know what this whale is about, and so I'm worried about them, um, whereas I'm not worried about Zentos at all, because... I, you know, jokingly have called him the friendly whale. Um, and I, he actually is like, he's the friendly mm-hmm. whale of champions ascension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, he seems just like one of us, just at a much <laughs> larger scale, honestly, you know, and, uh, it, some, it should work out. Yeah. We've had, because a lot of people have had bad run-ins with whales, right? Whales have ruined the game for a lot of upcoming P2E games. So, um, I'm just very glad we got one of the good ones, man guy that's really bullish on it this is what he does for a living you know he seems very passionate very experienced about it so kudos to him man and uh can't wait mm-hmm. to see what he brings to the game oh for real man and he keeps buying in right even when the market dipped he bought some more i think you know again much larger scale but you know i did the same thing too you know market did bought some more um speak about the mar- no, no 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 we're gonna speak about the market in a sec but i the uh the community engagement team, they, we have a success already. Did we talk about this yet? But the, the open sea, um, uh, thumbnail view, uh, it looks a lot better now, in my opinion. You see more of the characteristics, the traits, uh, the, the 3d, they're moving around better than just the PFP. So CET got that done, like shout out to them. Um, and I think they're taking on something else now with the, uh, delayed staking reward. Anybody got the latest on that? What they're talking about? Is there a vote going on? I don't know. If yeah, so... Go ahead, Z. You know more about it than me. Um, they have the community suggestions channel open right now. Um, and they're taking suggestions for what we would like to go to CA with as a compensation for delayed staking. Um, they want us to put forth our own ideas so i'm if you want to try and catch up on that for a little bit it's been going on for i think almost a week now but Mm -hmm. tomorrow is the last day that we can actually submit suggestions so if you have something that you specifically want to get from them delaying staking for almost a year on us based on uh, original 
uh, roadmap. Um, get in there, be active, be part of this community, and put in uh, a new thought, a new suggestion. Um, Blitz I has think... made a great list of what they put in it, or I think no, it wasn't Blitz. It, uh, I think it was Llamas put it on the CET channel, and then Ethereonaut posted it up in an announcement. So, um, read through that so list real quick, guys. Yep, and then jump in the community suggestions before tomorrow and put your own suggestion for delayed staking. And a little bit of alpha, too, that WitLogic put out there in the message um, for the dev talk was there is, let me see, uh, more details about breeding genetics to come soon. That's a big one. Whoa. That's dope. That's really good to know. That helps you decide what, what you want to buy, what type of traits and things like that. And, and if we think that people have nerded out yet, wait until genetics comes out. I've seen this in, <laughs> I've seen this in other communities, and it gets freaking wild, man. Archimus like, is going to have his hands full, bro. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Just like, figuring out the, the spreadsheets and how do you create an infinite breeding loop, which we don't actually have in this because we're capped. So thank goodness for that. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody trying to figure out their combinations and all that, um, it, it can get pretty wild. Um, I did just want to say one thing on the community um, engagement stuff uh, with suggestions. Um, everybody, please keep in mind, these are just suggestions. These are then going to get run by the team, and then they will either say if they can do something, if they agree with them, they might reject them all. Uh, so just like keep that in mind, just because we're making suggestions does not mean that any one of them necessarily will be accepted. Um, so just want to, you know, prep people, keep a pretty open hand about that. Um, I think it's cool that they're allowing us to say what's important to us as a community, but um, just because we have made our, um, you know, desires clear does not necessarily mean that that is the way that uh that things will end up so want to yeah. people for that. <laughs> i think i think one thing they should go by is actually using the blockchain for, for what it can do and and see when people were holding based on when staking was supposed to start and no matter what they come up with like go to some of the og holders and reward them for that time that they were holding no matter no matter what it is i don't know what it will be but i think that's like really my only suggestion is don't just start today. Start from when the people were holding and, and go through the blockchain and take a look, right? And, and, and oh, give yeah. folks the reward that they, they would have received if, if we were really on time. Well, we had the snapshot taken that all the, all the uh, Zivas were given out with, right? So we, they have that benchmark already. And you can, exactly, like you said, you can use the blockchain and figure out who's been holding and what. And in my opinion... <clears throat> It should be like a, a tiered uh, delayed staking reward. So like people who actually held the entire time get the full reward and people who, you know, bought before this announcement was even made will get like a minimal reward. But people who buy after the announcement is made pretty much get nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like after a set date wouldn't get anything or just a, a, a base reward for delayed staking. So... Yeah, even that, or touch on it too, like, I mean, diamond hands deserve diamond armor, bro. That should be a suggestion, right? Boom. Yep. I think that's what I we're doing the diamond tokens for already, is to build that. So, like... I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that's, one that's that I minted. At least one. The other two, like, I minted three, 
I sold the other two, just kind of upgraded, but I always just kept one. I'm just going to keep him, a, a whisper that I minted, just to keep him for the long haul. So that's a real diamond hand. And that, that, I guess that's where I also get confused with the staking, because it's like, the RPEs generate three different coins, understanding? Mm -hmm. So like... At least two, I think. Yeah, at least two. And I, mm -hmm. I think they get, I think they could generate an essence as well. Um, I know they do uh, Messina and no, I'm sorry. It'd just I mean, be Messina and Diamond. Uh, my apologies. It is just the two. But we have the two coins, so it's like when we're talking about staking, is that coins? Is that one coin? Is that right? Like I think we need to be clear in what we're communicating, and uh, you know, the reciprocal of that. I hope that the devs are also clear in what they're how they're thinking about that and what they're going to do about that, um, because. It is, it's a complicated situation, um, and that's, that's what we wanted, right? That's why we bought in, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, it's complicated because we don't, just like what you're saying, is we don't know the amount of, of coins we're going to get for each one. But uh, maybe some guidelines as to, like, you know what we just said, like some of the, the, the longer holders will be rewarded for that time. But yeah, I get you. Guys, let's move on to the market. Um, as you all know, we have our own in-house market expert, which is not financial advice, but, uh, she seems to be on a, a little move up. Dip, explain it, man. What's going on here? Yep. Is the economy good now? Uh, we in a bull? We're not out yet, man. And it, just to let you guys know, like, the reason why people are so bullish and Ethereum shooting up right now is because the merge is happening next month, right? Um, this is, this is uncharted territories, guys, because... Usually in the market, right? And I'm talking about the market. Market and crypto market are kind of similar, but they're very, very different. So it's hard to tell. Um, but usually before a merge or before a company comes out with something new, um, there's always a big run up in price. And then the day of or the day after is a big dump. So will this happen with Ethereum? We don't know. Uh, mm. crypto space is very different, but if it is in correlation with the market, we might see a little dip. I don't know how big of a dip's going to be. A good indication, though, is that inflation is lower now. They came out with their numbers. The CPI is lower, so that's always bullish. Um, and then after this merge, if Ethereum keeps going, guys, I don't see anything that's going to stop it, to be honest. Um, once you got proof of stake out, and the transactions on the Ethereum blockchain are going to be a lot cheaper. I just don't see anything really hitting this, but we won't really know until a couple of days after merge to see if it's going to dip again or if it's just going to keep going bullish like it is. Because mm, it'll be a lot better. So what would stop it now, right? It'll just keep right. being used and the uh, utility of Ethereum gets better. It won't be slow and clunky, so it'll just it's just a better piece of technology after the merge, if it works out well. Right, and now we're seeing that it's really starting, crypto's really starting to separate itself from, like, you know, the dollar and other currencies, just because the currencies, other currencies are deflating right now, and right now we're booming, right? And everybody can ha has access to Ethereum. People in Ukraine that are in the war right now are using Ethereum, Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. Also, other people around the world, third world countries are starting to use it. Everybody that has a cell phone, mobile phone that can access crypto is starting to use it. So um, I'm, I'm excited for next month, man. I'm excited to see if there's one last dip 
and I'm excited to see if it's going to rip after this. So we really don't know, but it's going to be really <laughs> interesting to see. No one knows. So is the merch happening soon? I didn't see that news. Yeah, somewhere in the – I don't know when in September, but in September they said the merge is supposed to happen. Wow, a lot going on in September, guys. 2.0. Uh-huh. And so the overall market, too, did well, like, uh, the last couple of days. I think some t- the technology stocks has been going up, too. Um, I think that had to do with uh, inflation stopping or slowing down. Going down a little bit, slowing down. Um, people are seeing, you know, I, I was really happy to see the CPI lower than the previous months because if we just kept going higher, then, you know, we're, we might have another 75 BPS rate hike and we might be over 10% for inflation, right? It doesn't look like that's how, how it's going to go, but we got to take this month by month because every mm-hmm. month they come out with their reports and they come out with the numbers and we just got to look at those and determine, you know, how is this going to affect the stock market? How is this going to affect the crypto market? But hopefully once crypto starts mooning again, that NFTs follow right behind it. So we're in a good place right now, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same time, it could just be a, a little bounce on the way down. People are warning about that too. There's always this this sort of bounce when things are going down, but you know the the trend is still that it's it's declining. Well, we thought it was um, going to go to 600, right? Everybody, I did too. I mean, guys, like, I'm I thought it was going to dip more, but it just did the exact opposite. It dipped to 870, 860, somewhere around there, and then popped up really quick, and then just really never saw eight nine hundred after a couple of weeks again. Um, could right. it still drop from 1900, which that's where it is now all the way to 600? Of course, that's, you know, the volatility of the crypto market. Mm-hmm. Do I see that happening? No, unless the, the merge is a complete failure and there's bugs and people are getting hacked. Um, that's really only way I see, uh, Ethereum dumping like that. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you bought some Ethereum and put it into an NFT project, you're, you're doing pretty good. Because oh, yeah. even, even, even during the dip, like, uh, I didn't, you know, I, didn't, I bought the ETH just to really just buy some more, some more primes. So that was still a pretty good investment. Definitely. When bro. ETH goes up. Especially if, if you're bullish in a project, if the project has all the right things, if they have the right team, if they have the, the, a means to scale big and make, and make this game big and earnable for players that are investing in it yes definitely Mm -hmm. and you're seeing that right now a lot of the bear market wiped out a lot of these um a lot of these crypto projects man you don't see node projects where are the node projects now right they're all gone (laughs) all right i haven't heard from hive i haven't heard from strong block just different types of node companies so in a way Mm -hmm. it's good that we're in a bear market because it just squeezes all the people all the projects that don't have the ability to uh, survive where's nfts at then like our new nft projects coming out are, are they doing well you think uh they'll benefit off of you know this this little run-up right now i think they i think nft projects depending on web3 gaming has a utility itself but for some of these pfps if you're not going to make a game you got to do some in real life stuff right use some of that money you're making from it and it's not a lot right you know maybe a project mints out and makes five, six hundred thousand dollars and then makes seven point five percent on OS sales, which is, you know, some uh, reoccurring revenue. They need to find other ways to bring Web 2 into Web 3, which what I'm saying is 
say if you own a certain PFP, um, you know, these PFP, these companies should be trying to get sponsorships, should be trying to get endorsements, should be trying to get in some type of business like, um, you know, that's what the frogs are doing, right? They're looking for in real life businesses. Now, whatever yeah. that is, we don't know. It could be from manufacturing to to um, digital marketing, to marketing, to providing a service or whatever, which would bring value back to the holders, right? So I think that's what, um, if you're not going to have a Web3 game, you got to have an in real life actual business. Of- yeah, to bring value well, to your holders. Yeah, and I mean, the thing with NFTs is it's becoming a lot more mainstream too, man. Like, I don't know if you guys have heard, I I found it um, on my Twitter feed, but Lamborghini has started putting out an NFT. And uh, it's some crazy expensive stuff, and but they're trying to do kind of like a, a gamified thing where they want people to start collecting these NFTs to get like a big NFT at the very end. But you're talking about like um, five grand almost they expect people to spend for their cheap NFT at the end. And then you're like another almost 18 grand. So like 22 or 23 grand altogether to get their really, their really nice NFT. Mm-hmm. But like big name companies are starting to get into the nft space and dipping their fingers in it and their toes and just seeing how it goes so if names like lamborghini are starting to do this type of stuff we had the uh the ad for the crypto on the super bowl last year it makes me wonder what's going to be on the super bowl ads this year you saw that uh deal that tiffany did with the crypto punks right making the like a diamond necklace nft crypto punk and those sold out like quick uh, i missed that one and you, it has that happened in the bull sold market? out already yeah they're sold out going for like 40 ETH. well that happened in the bull market with that is that happening in the bear market where big companies are coming in trying to work with nft projects i think uh, right now yeah and right now okay. like lamborghini's their first month doing it right now right Dang. okay yeah so like these are big companies getting into it and if they're making money off of it they're going to find a use a utility for it so there mm-hmm. are a lot of utilities but the space has to catch up for the the capabilities of most of them um and the one of the biggest things is security you know what i mean like while decentralization is great for anonymity and being able to do whatever you want um, it comes with very little security. And for a lot of these big companies that want to jump into this space to be able to make money, it's going to, you're talking about real assets. And when you talk to rich people about real assets and you're like, oh, by the way, just make sure you don't click on any of this or don't open this email and click through a link. And they're like, you, you're, you're pretty much like question everything that anyone sends you, even people you know. Rich people are too lazy for all that. And they're just going to be like, if my money can be stolen that easily, I'm not going to put my money into it yet. So yeah, that's that's one thing that like uh, the entire NFT space has yet to catch up on. Um, and once we do, I think that will uh, be a huge, huge change. Some security for your yep. NFTs. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Making it we're easier also, to secure. Sorry, Dav. Go ahead. Um, I also just think that we're um, we've barely touched the surface of what NFTs can actually do and what they can be used for, what their actual use case is. And it's something that uh, Web3 Wesley actually brought up just real briefly in an episode, but I heard it because it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Like, what about your car? Like, we have we have VIN numbers on cars, right? That's a unique identifier to the car that you have that goes on a title. That can be an NFT. What about the ignition to a car? Maybe there's a connection between your phone and the car that ensures that you have the NFT and that's the only way you can start it, right? Like, so I, I realize that's a little bit outside of the conversation that we're having. It's a, it's a larger conversation, but um, I just think that we're very, we're thinking about NFTs in a very small way when we're only talking about like what's currently available. Um, and I think that once we start using more real, once we have more real world use cases, uh, NFTs are going to, uh, they're, they're going to be, they're going to explode. They're going to be the next thing. Uh, yeah. So. Just be integrated in our daily life. Right. But, um, the security part would be big, right? Cause you don't want just somebody yeah. getting into your MetaMask and stealing your car. Like, Oh, that's my NFT, my car. <laughs> right. right. Digital, um, guys, as you see, like yeah. even, you know, every, you know, you guys have kids, some of you guys have kids here. Uh, kids nowadays have an iPad from when they're two, three years old, right? They're, they're oh, so yeah. digitally invested into this world that I do not see a way where we're not going to be fully digital in the future. Because look at how far along we came when we were little and we had Xboxes and we had the Nintendos. And now look at where we are today. We're actually talking about owning assets in the Web3 space. That are digital. I love my digital assets, man. Like, I was even joking. Like, I'm so glad you can just pile up your digital assets and it doesn't take up space in real life. So it's a good thing to... uh, It's a good thing to hoard is some digital assets. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, let's run through the list, man. Some some D-Gen stuff. What's some some new projects you guys have your eyes on? You guys are... Yep. You guys are already know. Yep. You ain't saying (laughs) yet. Dip, I've been waiting. I see some of the I seen some of the CA community too, and they they seen some of my stuff. But guys, honestly, it just um, the way this project's doing, uh, Steezy Ape Gang, the way they're doing their presence on Twitter is exactly what Champions needs to do. Exactly, mm-hmm. and, and that goes to everybody in the community. Hey, everybody here has a Twitter. Retweet it. Retweet that shit. If you see anything's Champions, like it, comment, even if it's just commenting with your Prime Eternal, right? Because right. That... Shout out to Oscar Hobbs for for setting up that the Raider role. I don't, oh. I don't think I mentioned that, but he set up the Raider role in Discord, so he's getting that going. So shout out for him mentioning yeah, that. Yeah, shout out to him for that because we needed that for the long. We needed that since day one, man. We needed to raid, and I believe that's why people. This is a in a reason I'm happy, and a reason this is why CA is a sleeping giant because not enough people know about it. Just because mm-hmm. our, our presence on Twitter honestly isn't that strong. But with this, you know, this project I'm in, DZ Ape Gang, right? You own full IP oh, yeah. rights to your ape, and these apes are swagged out, guys. One thing about me, I'm tatted, you know, um, I'm a smoker, you know, I'm into the hip-hop, I'm into the fashion, like, that, that it represents me personally. And that's the biggest reason why I'm in it, because I can, I can rock this profile and be like, dude, this is me. Like, if I was an ape, this is how I'd look, right? Um... But then uh, yeah. they, they have in real life utility too. You know, they collabed with you, uh, Wu-Tang Clan. So you'd be able to go to, to uh, parties. You'll be able to go to, 
just like an ape fest, they're planning on throwing ape fest too. Um, that's what I said about if you're a PFP, you have to have in real life utility. You have to have a yeah. business. You have to be bringing money. You have to be generating. You can't rely on OS to bring you that um, passive income. You know, right, right. And if it, if you have a, a great community that's lifting up. Like and it's it's about your network too. Like who's around you? Who are you in community with? If you got a lot of cool ass, fierce ass people that's going to like pump the PFP project and make something of it, um, then then you got some value on your hands. So I think my main thing is like when I'm get into any of the PFP projects, yeah, uh, so like what's the real life utility, but also what's the art that's going to help like draw the eye to the project, and then what is the community like? And yeah, um, Dip showed me the uh, the Steezy Apes and. Uh, at D-Gen, not at D-Gen, D-Gen, but, you know, I, I bought in right along with him because it checked all those boxes for me. Yeah. I did the same. D Dip, Dip brought us over, and I've I've had a hell of a time this last week in the community. The guy won two uh, iPhone watches, bro. Z-Mac won two, bro. Not one, but two. <laughs> oh, what? Two. Shout <laughs> out loud, Dip. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows it was him in both accounts. And 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 you know, guys, I will, not, I will not tell you the ways he won it, but he did some <laughs> did some work. He's work. He worked it. Put him work. You have to ask me in real life if you want to know the answer to this 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 amazing. <laughs> you have to ask me in real life in Vegas. Eleven eleven, come join us. Oh yeah, good shout out. And and uh, Mac, I want you to wear both those watches, bro. You got two wrists, so. Wear them both. Yeah, check it out. Check out uh, CZ Gate. It's cool to see these projects, you know, working and launching during a bear market, which, you know, it's we're two days into not a bear market or two days of recovery, but still overall bear market. So shout out. And they seem strong, man. If you can, if you can launch and have a strong project and a good community in a bear market, then uh, I think there's some potential there. So I'm still looking at, you know, still looking at some of those NFTs, CZ8. And you know what? Champions could do the same thing because we are the, the beautiful thing is we already have utility. We have a game mm -hmm. coming out. We have guys who have been in the industry 20 plus years. We have a, a company behind us that's pre-funded that's a billion dollar company, guys. We really need to be putting this shit out in Twitter. We need to let people know who is Jam City, who is Champions Ascension, who is the team. Once these people... I mean, if you're a natural business person or if you're a business person with half a brain and you look at this project, you're going to be like, this is a no-brainer for me. At the price that we have right now, this is a no-brainer. Right. I like it. I would like it even more three days ago. But um, still still a low, you know, you can get in for a pretty good, pretty good deal. And then uh, there's still some yet to be revealed. Um, there's an alien, uh, alien poison. 2,222 left, so I got one of my aliens revealing, I think, next week, but I'm looking at the Steezy 8 floor, too, so take a look. Yeah, Guys, that was, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it, non-paid-for advertising for Steezy, but, you know, we're just going to tell you all what we're doing around here in Web3. Um, but we do have a announcement from a sponsor. Vita, you want to bring it in? Let us know who, who, who we're going to hear from right now. Um, yeah, so we're getting a, um, since we were talking about the Sleepy Carcadon, um, we actually have um, them sponsoring our episode today. So let's, uh, let's run that, that spot, dude. Sweet, let's run it right now. And now for a word from our sponsor. 
this weekend in celebration of triumphant Karkadons all throughout the lands, all fried geckoid will be half off at the sleeping Karkadon. And not half off as in half eaten. We're very sorry about the miscommunication last time. This time, we promise, no half-eaten geckoid. So join us in a toast to Karks and all that they have achieved. And we're live. All right, we're back. Thank you for that announcement. We cannot wait to frequent and patronize the sleepy Kark. And, uh... I don't know. I got some. I got some of the cute female uh, CA. I got a uh, um, gatekeeper. She's my best one. So guys, you're gonna have to buy me a drink if uh, if you want to talk. You know, take some of my time in there. What? <laughs> 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 real world rules first. do not apply. No, real world rules do not apply here. <laughs> buy me a drink, guys. If you want some of my time, of my it's, she's a three P too. She's looking great. Um, All right. Just reading the chats real quick. Uh, Jeffrey Sphinx, that's very true. Um, that's the way I found. This is how. That's how I found Champions Ascension YouTube influencers. Um, I think that's a really great idea because you know I'm always flipping through YouTube, and if something interesting co comes on that catches my eye, and these people have some type of clout, I'm gonna listen to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always on the hunt. Champions Ascension's obviously done this before. They know how to bring people in, right? So let's just. Let's help them with what we can, but let them do their thing. They already they already snagged us once, so. Mm-hmm. I am always on the hunt. And I'm also, guys, like, on the hunt for even other NFT gaming. Like, I, I'm in this project because I think it's the best NFT gaming project, but NFT gaming all around is, I think, exactly where it's at. So, y'all let me know if you see another great NFT gaming project. I got my eyes on all of them. Uh, I think we're in the best one right now, though, with the most potential. Alright, speaking of all this, as you know, we always do the prime time. If, if you're in the YouTube chat or in Discord or anywhere, throw us a number. Like, what's a prime you want to show off? And maybe, hopefully, I know we get the same uh, group of people a lot, but maybe we can take a look at somebody's prime that we didn't take a look at before. Maybe an Arcane I don't. I don't remember seeing too many Arcane Primes. Has anybody got an Arcane Prime out there? Call on Joyfriend. Joyfriend, I would like you, uh, if, you're, if you're able... The prime we can look at for you, friend. Yeah, and then also, should we do one prime and one pet today to take us out? Yeah, we all have a pet that you like. We could a do pet both. that you're holding. We got open sea open right now. We're ready. You guys, live chat. Throw your prime out there. We'll look it up, and we'll look at the traits. Twenty sixty nine. Got it, Legif. Legif. Two zero six nine. I love nerding out on the primes, if you, guys. If you uh, look on the stream, uh, fellas, that I'm streaming. The Sadari. Yeah, we got the Sadari right here. Life. I'm not even reading the traits yet, man. I see the uh, is that called the moth wings? But I know those are rare. Mm -hmm. Those are always so damn pretty, man. Like little, little butterfly wings, especially on the Sadari. And you got so that's the matching rare, that's the life wings, and then of course you got the matching life divinity tail, fierce. The purple hook. This is his hairstyle, huh? So she's got some uh, purple highlights that are rare. Oh, that's evil. 
the E. Don't sleep on the E hairstyles, man. I like, you know, I know people are like, oh, it doesn't do anything. But do we know it doesn't do anything? What if the, the all the E hairstyles get like exclusive access to somewhere inside of Messina because they just they just look the freshest? <laughs> it's like a like a, 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 a sweet hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> they pass the line, right? Like you yeah. gotta, like you're in the, the Oscar Hobbs. club. <laughs> just like Oscar Hobbs was talking about, we ain't he ain't gonna have no grondles or Ilgres up in that shit, yeah, right? Got a couple matches right. there too, so that's cool. You gotta read between those lines, man. Like, look, for, look, don't sleep on the fucking e hairstyles or the e anything. Piercings. This is legit. Legit's uh, actual profile picture as well. I'm pretty sure. So this is this is legit. I mean, I this guess. is him. All right, like, this yeah. is, let's so let's be nice. You know, whatever. But <laughs> look at that. Her yep. face paint though, like the war paint, is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. Like most of the Sidaris don't have anything on their face. And these are going to be like, right, they're going to uh, act as like spells or something that, you know, maybe um, an arcane hit is not going to affect them as much because she has that ward paint on. Yep. Yep. And it's rare. This is, Yeah, we have a lot of rare parts. So so first of all, it's a D1 P3. I, that D1, like, don't sleep on even when you're searching OpenSea, when you're trying to buy more primes. I think the D one P three, and I knew this for a long time, is probably the best value, if if you're patient enough to find a good one. But uh, yeah, yeah, we know P three does a lot inside the arena right now. We always knew it was going to do a lot when you start breeding, and in this case, you got the matching D one with three purity. She's yeah. fierce all around. We got one more. She's fierce. Uh, we got a couple. At, I mean, wow. So let's check. Yeah, out. pull that one from Joyson. Yeah. No, pull the one from Joyson. I called her out. So. 3132. Right. 3132. Ooh, I like this one. Um, whisper, life whisper. Uh, not a whisper. Oops, I'm sorry. Keymaster. We'll get it together. Do you even know? Do you even know what uh, game we're playing? I know, <laughs> I know. Let me pull. Let me pull it up. Shit. That shit working. Look at those tentacle wings. I always yeah. wondered, like, when you have those, how do you fly with those? <laughs> like, how do you make it? How do you get in the air with those wings? I wonder if she, if it just, it's just magic. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's just magic, man. It's just G forces, just, just lifts right like, up. Those ones, for real, to me, look like they don't belong on anything but a Darok, right? But there are actually only, I think, like twelve Darok that have those wings. Rare trait too. Only three percent have that. Yeah, those oh, wings up. Rare death. Yeah. Cool, yeah, that's cool. I love the E. I love, I love the E. Everything because you don't see it a lot. Yeah. So I like like to study a lot of the E. So yeah, the E horns right here looks just like the divinity, but uh, it's the E. And it's not far behind. People sleep on the E traits too. I think those are good values to pick up. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So matchy, like her nails match her horns, mm -hmm. match the crown, match like that's just a very that's an aesthetically pleasing prime right there. It is, and then and then like Max said, the uh the death wings just stick right out. Yeah. But look, I like that. you got one of each, right? So you got the uh the rare arcane fangs. The wings are rare, but then you got some uh the e horns. So I mean, she's ready for battle all around. Mm -hmm. I like her a lot. I am looking for a, a key master. I don't have one yet, unfortunately. I need to pick one up. Three P death so. key master right now. Well, last time I saw it was on the floor. Which was surprising. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I'll take a look. Yeah, you guys. Want 
one, arcane one. A couple steals on the Realize the uh, her hairstyle, rare, but it's there's only two percent that have it, and her horns are epic, and two percent have it. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, images are the exact. I don't know same. the math. Yeah. I mean, the fangs. You want to take a look at? Uh... Oh, it's not. Yeah. Not a mather. Take a look at the one that I just picked up last week. Oh, let's see one. Uh, let's see what we got. What's the number, buddy? Uh, fifty-four forty-four. And Mac, you just bought this last week. Yeah, he did. Five, yeah, four, it was like about a week. Maybe a week and a half ago when ETH was still fairly cheap, <laughs> and it dropped on the floor at point point four nine nine nine, just That's under point five. I like it, man. I... Aesthetically, it's just pleasing. Oh. The tail, the tail's div- a divine tail too. This yeah, is this a Sidari? Five four four four. Yeah, it's another Sidari. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a pickup, bro! And he stole- yeah, so you got stole one, it. two. He basically stole it, you know. All D's and E's. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. We're here like robbing people and then acting like it's cool. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to say that stuff out loud, man. No, I didn't steal nothing. It was, <laughs> it was just a. It was my first snipe, and I got lucky yeah. because I remember reading the uh, TPS server in freaking uh, Predix and uh, Arc. Uh, was it I Arc? think it was Arc. We're both like, oh, I, I, I was sleeping, and then one of them didn't have ETH, and I was just like, fuck, my one time that I was able to, and then even Try got on later and was like, oh, I was going to get that one. I'm like, I got really lucky. All <laughs> the really fucking, fucking snipers, lucky. bro. All the yeah, snipers yeah. were just on vacation for one day, <laughs> and Mac came even, up. <laughs> they were even making bets on how long it was going to be on the on the, on the the floor for. And uh, I seen that. Yeah, and he like, snagged no, it right up. Yeah, every hit's going to be fierce, man. Like every uh, the tail, the fangs, the claws. It's either D or E, and then you got the divine war paint. So every hit will be fierce mm-hmm. in her. I think you know what, uh, Jeffrey. I think purity is going to be a big, big, big deal because that uh, determines how powerful or what the range of your wrath of the titans is. Um, yeah, yeah, I think and that's going to be very yeah. important. Um, yeah, I think once you get to a P3, it just it becomes a lot more powerful, too, where, yeah. like, the clouds come based mm-hmm. on, like, which one you're using. Uh, so it's a fierce hit, and it seems like that's sort of the strategy is getting your uh, Wrath of the Titans built up. So it could be sort of part of the strategy. But, again, that depends, right, on how it's going to affect the person you're playing against. And in, in an instance like this, if you got a high P, but Mackin is hitting you with all his, you know, his, his divinities and all his... his um epics that's going to hurt you too and it could take you out before you fill up your uh wrath of the titans bar so it all depends but i think the more the better with yeah. everything yeah and that's the thing jeffrey like I, I love your speculation uh you know we just don't know enough yet and that's what we're waiting for right the breeding which hey in the in the dev in the jeff chat they said that's coming soon so I, i'm waiting for that oh yeah uh do we have a pet to look at you know i'm a pet degen guys like i don't want to leave the pets out i like how we went from two to four <laughs> two to four we were gonna look at two and now we're getting to four. <laughs> uh, sh- uh, a, quick, a quick who's got a pet for us quickly uh 75 73 i don't know if that's a pet or not Let's- maybe 
Fuck it. We're, <laughs> we're going to make it a pet. What the fuck? It's definitely a pet number. That's for sure. Yeah, I see a geckoid. So, first of all, the uh, so the prime essences, the three essences, this is life. I, those going for a premium. I think we kind of called that out, like, the day the pet dropped. Y'all should have been in our spaces the day the pets dropped. That was, that was a cool spaces. And I think me and Dip, a few of us are just buying the pets as soon as they were dropping. And I grabbed a few um, uh, prime essence pets because I, I, I was pretty sure those would go for a little premium. Because that's what we have right now. That's what people are trying to match. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, a life. I, I missed out on all the good snipes when it comes to pets. I was out in the woods having fun, and y'all just stole them all. I, I kind of, well, I, I think I paid a fair price for some of them, but I did snipe a couple. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I'm going to take LTs. Let's see LT. Let's see what you got. 17 to 14. Let's see what you There's got. some good pets out there, though. Oops. There's some pets on the floor right now. Oh so like Oscar Hobbs said, don't sleep on them. There's a I almost death, bought a couple of pets this morning. Death Whisperer for point zero. Oh, this one. one's pretty. Yep. Ooh. I love this one, bro. Green on green. I, uh, it's something cool about that green background mm -hmm. the with Ziva. the death. Vigilant, 3%. Remember we said unpredictable and vigilant were the two rarest Both the two rare ones, yeah. And they both have the green background. It's a quick way to uh, identify it. And, and I assume LT owns this one. Let me see who the owner is. It, people slept on Zivas yeah. for a while. It seems Wait, like people did. just now woke up to the fucking Ziva, like, oh. which I don't understand it. But these Zivas were slept on for a minute. Now, I was picking up some Prime Essence Zivas for like 0. .02. Did you it sell was ridiculous. this? LT, did you sell this pet right here, man? Or did you probably just transfer it to your forever wallet? Forever wallet. It is forever wallet. That's, a, com that's a commitment. That's that is a commitment. Zivas are going to be valuable. I, I really think be just because in the game they're going to have the Ziva Festival and I think that's going to have some utility to it as well. Yeah, there's only only so many, and there's only so many Prime Essence Zivas. I I try to match them up as good as possible. I'll still be looking for Zivas to match to every Prime I'm holding, which I don't have yet. Um, but this is funny. I think you know what's funny is the damn uh, the 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 champion parts. Sometimes you see the Ayo's foot, you see the Whisperer ear. I think there's another. Oh, a shoe, Daruk shoe. You see sometimes it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, some of these are really, and I'm really interested to see, like, hey, man, what are these things going to hold for us? You know, what are these personalities going to do? What are the, 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 the pet toys going to do? Right now, they said nothing yet. You know, they haven't got that far yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which that's what I was surprised about, though. And, th and that's what I was surprised about is, like, when Troy came on, oh, gosh, probably like a month ago, he had said something like, yeah, it's like, we don't really know. We're kind of like, it's still in process. But then Oscar Hobbs came on this weekend and was like, hey, don't sleep on this. And so it was like, what, what, is, what has happened? Uh, what are the developers th talking about over the last month? Because it, it seemed like it was a more positive statement towards like stack your pets. You will want these uh, versus, you know, what we'd heard a month ago, which was kind of like, I don't know, like they might do something, something someday, but they're just they're cool, right? Right. <laughs> Um, so I think they heard uh, the, and, and experienced our excitement with them, and I think that they're going to start developing uh, um, more utility for the pets uh, in the near yeah. future. Yeah, pretty excited. I about think that. I think 
just like here you go like take them if you want them that you know but i think they always probably had some great plans for them so i do appreciate oscar hobbs saying no it's it's something guys like you should take another look at that you're like don't sleep on them which i mean if you're in and i I was calling out um uh our our 5d friend were last time like like bro you gotta get a good pet to match your pe's like if you're holding a pe and these pets are 30 to 50 dollars and you paid way more than that like match match some of your PEs up right and i'm i'm i don't have all my PEs matched up yet but i'm still looking to match them and i hope this don't get out of range before i do match all of mine definitely and, is- and then we could uh, see the papyros are really rare too right like man if i if i had a high divinity i'd be looking for papyro just because it is oh worst. i love that one is that somebody suggest that one 11752 yeah, joyce yeah is that joyce Joyfriend? Yeah, Joyfriend. All right. Oh, one, seven, five, two. <laughs> this is the last one, guys. Yes, sir. I love this one. Just because I don't see a lot Red of background. main elements. I see a lot of uh, elemental ones because those are the only ones I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, this rare. is the match to the key master we just saw. Mm-hmm. Great job, Joy. Yeah. Match them up. Way to match Hell them. yeah. Yup, and I like the toy there. That's a uh, that sword plushie. It just looks cool. It's pretty rare. It's a rare toy too. One of the rarer ones. Only over. I like the thousand. red background. Looks dope. Yeah, these papyros are. The question though, man, is like the papyros right now go for like I think they go for the most part. We're going for more than zivas. I think right. I don't have all the math in front of me, but it seemed like they were going for higher than zivas because they're rare right the now. Man. Yeah. Yeah. They're rare right now, but when the game starts, like how rare will they continue to be? I hope they hold that rarity. I hope that's like, like at least the like com- when you compare it when they get scaled and you compare them to the others. I hope it stays that way, or else the price right now doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, I bought a few papyrus already to match, but I just hope they stay rare. Love the papyrus, like, man. Mm-hmm. Love them. All right, guys. What do y'all think, man? Uh, we covered a lot. There seems to be a lot going on. I like the progress of, of everything. I, I, you know, it, it really feels like C8 is listening and, and they want to be more transparent. Uh, we get the leaks every Thursday. You know, we know staking is delayed, but they're, they're listening to us with the community engagement team and, and they're at least acknowledging that and looking to do something for that, which I super appreciate. But let's go around, man. Let's, uh, uh, let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Dip, how you feeling? Feel good, man. Um, I think the team's on track. I think they're on track. It's it's really interesting to see how the elemental mint is going to come out, and it's really interesting next month to see how things ramp up because it's supposed to be go time for them. Looking forward to see the slice of Messina and hanging out with my prime mind buds and my TPS boys. Oh yeah! It, look, quick shout out to Dip Man. In no time, Dip learned how to run all the tech. Show us all the videos, the pictures, run the the audio, the stream with for the podcast. Wasn't for Dip, we wouldn't be here, guys. So shout out to Dip. Got up to speed quick as fuck. Hey, I'm You're the all man. About the grind, man. I love to grind. You're the man, DIP. Um, Z Mackin, how you feeling? I'm I'm bullish. I'm very bullish. Um. One thing I would just want to say uh, is just speaking to the community directly. Um, we want to say thank you guys all for being here, supporting us. Um, we appreciate it. 
um, just still let's support, continue to support each other. Um, if you listen to us and you're not already um, a subscriber, subscribe, please. Hit that like button. Follow us on uh, Twitter, Prime Minds Pod. Um, come listen to our spaces. We're going to try and start doing spaces regularly on Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, come join us for those. We're going to try and, you know, broaden everybody's uh, horizon a little bit and bring in other projects and just try and help get aspects from outside to see where we're doing really good um, and where we could possibly improve. Um, and then just get out there and try and be an active, engaged community like we were before Mint. Because if you look on a calendar, I think it's like, what, 11 weeks or something until Halloween? So that's if they're talking about doing an Elemental Mint around Halloween, um, let's start being that grassroots Twitter raid family. Let's start getting the name out there. And helping CA's marketing team, because now is when they're going to start wanting to ramp up. And we, as the active community, are part of that. So if we all do our job and bring more eyes, it's going to benefit us um, in an investor sense, but it's also going to benefit us in a gamer sense, because we will be helping to develop a community for a strong game. So let's fucking go, guys. LFG! And, and you're not lying, man. I look out there at other uh, gaming projects, and, and this is still the best one. Vita, how you feeling? I'm good. Thanks. Uh, that, was a, that was a very heartfelt uh, little co- sign-off there, Z. Thank you for that. Uh-huh. Um, how could you follow that? How can you follow that? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of like, uh... I, you usually I'm leave here. me for last. That's why I was ready for it, man. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I go on to thank the community. So I was like, he said what I say. So, um, yeah, I just... Um, I'm just I'm just excited. I'm happy to be here. Um, I do um, yeah, just echo what Z said. Um, I was gonna let y'all know we're 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 thinking about starting a uh, a fantasy football league for for Champions Ascension. Uh, Dip and I talked about it. Um, I guess we're getting close to the beginning of the season, so we need to get that figured out. So if you are interested in doing a fantasy football league, let Dip or I know, and uh, we'll see how many teams we might be able to get together. Uh, we'll probably be an unpaid, just-for-fun league. So yeah. uh, Maybe maybe even t- a winner of the league gets a free pet or something. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, it's a prime, it would be a Prime Minds league, so we would be like sponsoring it. So, there, yeah, there might be a winning uh, a win prize at the end. So um, just let us know if you're interested, and we'll see if we can get some teams together. That's American this actual... football just for all European okay. friends, not soccer. Yeah, yeah American football, yes. The, yeah, yeah, the football <laughs> where you use your hands because the more or less, the more, because <laughs> America, the more or less popular <laughs> football. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask, like, real football? Okay, I've not watched football in 10 years, but um, um, I'm, I live in Detroit, so that wouldn't make me a Lions fan. So count me out. I don't watch football because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> we had glory years when Barry Sanders was here, guys. YouTube him if you have not yet. <laughs> um, yeah, I echo all that. Look, a, a couple things. Uh, I, I think Prime Minds is thinking about opening up a Discord for folks, right? So we can come in and have um, some of these different rooms where we can do the the fantasy league football thing. Um, and we can do just a lot of other things, keep you updated on what we're doing, take community suggestions, uh, take questions, um, take suggestions about who we should interview or other projects we can bring on either this podcast or a spaces. So we might open that up in the next few weeks or so. So join us there. 
And then, um, Dav, um, I did yeah. put up uh, who we will be uh, with next week as well, if you want to announce that. Oh, yes. So, let me pull it up. No, go ahead and announce it, man, because I can't see it. All right. Uh, so, um, Vita G. I know it's FTW. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, special thanks. Maybe Vita G wants to explain, um, wants to announce it next week. Sure, yeah, I, I, we're like playing past the announcement around. Um, <laughs> I will announce it. Uh, <laughs> so, Mia, um, you yeah. know you're our official announcer. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, yes, so next week on Prime Minds, um, we're actually going to have um, Gaming FTW. Uh, that's the female tech warriors. Uh, you heard from two of them, oh gosh, probably a month and a half ago now. Um, they were in one of our town halls, and they just kind of asked about some questions about like the ways that developers were thinking about maybe getting uh, more of a female audience involved with the game. And uh, we just thought, hey, that's a great question. That's a you know, like let's let's hear that out. Like let's let's think about that because. Um, not sure if you all know this, but the four of us are dudes. So we don't really think in the same way that um, a more feminine approach. Um, so we're going to get have those two on, uh, Sarah Austin and Erica Cheever, next weekend. Um, please join. Send that out yes. to people. Blast it. We want to make sure that we have a good audience uh, for those two joining us. So uh, looking forward to that. Oh, next yes. Week. And we're a dude as dude gets, like in the, in the real sense of the term, just a bunch of fucking dudes. Absolutely. So that'll be good conversation. Um, yeah, see us next week. Guys, like I was saying, uh, look for our Discord. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say is, while you will never see me selling a pet, probably ever, we will give away pets. So we talked about pets as prizes for different things. Um, come to the Discord. When we open it up, uh, Prime Minds Discord, and maybe figure out how you can win some pets moving forward. With all that said, guys, I echo everything said. I'm super bullish. I'm even bullish on this game in the bear market. Um, I'm still looking to pick some more up. I'm, I'm a few away from a whole family. Um, so let's fucking go, bro. Um, as you all know, as always, Prime Minds think alike. We're out. <laughs>